All right, hello, welcome along to the left wing back county final special in Carroll this weekend. Uh, I'm joined by all the representatives from the various clubs. We have Kieran Bulger from Bourne Rangers, John Owen from Ballinkillen, Damien Jordan from Navon, and James Hickey of Manchester Rangers, who of course is over Carnew this year as well. Lads, uh, great to have you all here. I'm going to start with um, uh, the bigger picture here, and this really is uh, Bourne Rangers in a county final. Um, Mighty stuff altogether. Kieran Bulger, talk to us about the excitement during the week. You're only in existence, what, less than, less than a decade? Like So this is massive. Yeah, in existence in terms of juvenile hurling camogie, uh, 2009. So it's 11 years. And uh, the adult side, the uh, men's anyway, we started in 2015. So like, it, it is a great achievement, you know, coming from there. But I mean, the decision to go adult in 2015 wasn't easy. And uh, I suppose we've taken our fair share of beatings since uh, 2015. You know, we've been to two other, we've been to two other semi-finals prior to uh, last weekend. So to get to a final, like you know, it's it's a culmination of a huge amount of effort from coaches, parents, you know, boys and girls in the parish to kind of get behind the hurling. So yeah, there is a great buzz. There's a good buzz on the kind of club Facebook page as well with all the player profiles. And, you know, there's a bit of fun to it as well. At the end of the day, it is a game. Uh, we acknowledge it's a great achievement. And, you know, there is great excitement. And we're looking forward to the challenge of Mighty Ballon-Killen. Yeah. Uh, Joe Nolan is here as well, of course. Uh, he's actually over that Ballon-Killen junior team. And, Joe, I'll get, I'll get a word with you here in a second. But, Kieran, the first point I'd like to make, um, obviously the structure of the championship has stood to you this year because, obviously, you have a number of footballers down there. And um, the, the, the fact that this has kind of run off first and football later it means you obviously like you're in a position like a lot of clubs where you have access to players that maybe you wouldn't have had in previous years yeah absolutely I mean a lot of footballers couldn't commit to four or five months of football training and hurling training with you know just championship matches challenge matches and other work commitments and life commitments so I mean the condensed season definitely does suit and I just don't think it's Burn Rangers I'm sure it's, it, it suits every club where you know you're playing every weekend um, It'll only not suit a club who has injuries or a small panel. But we've been lucky that we've been able to get a kind of a nice-sized panel, like, you know, Andrew Tobin and Anthony Curry have, you know, got the lads all on board. And, yeah, certainly the condensed season has suited us. Joe, you're in, uh, you're in the final. You've been the foreign team throughout, racking up big scores. And, um, you know, we obviously want uh, to see Bourne Rangers up intermediate, but, uh, you know, obviously Ballinkiller in the county final, which they want to win too. So <laughs> I think uh, everyone probably, apart from, you know, outside of Bourne Rangers, apart from Ballinkiller, will be hoping for a Bourne Rangers win. But you guys are flying it as well. And uh, great to be in two county finals. Yeah, it's going to be a great weekend, Kevin. It is a great, look, it's been a great week so far for, for the lads in the club. Um, we, uh, we were just there today putting up bunting around the village and, you know, we haven't done that in a long time. Know, at the tail end of a championship we, have, we haven't done it obviously in 16 years with guard senior and I suppose we have been in a, a good few junior finals over the, well, over the last decade or two decades but um, I suppose the last one was four or five years ago so it's been a while for us. and that is, it's wonderful it's like, I suppose what the lads mentioned there in relation to uh, you know what's happening in Ballon and the surrounding parts there it's, it's a great buzz and you know um, as I say you know yourself like that it's uh, when it doesn't visit you every year um, you know, it does build up a big, big, big bit of excitement, I suppose, uh, in the place. Um, I suppose you mentioned there in relation to the junior about being the farm team or whatever else, but sure, look, I mean, that, you know, we, we, we won and we got through to the final. Burn Rangers are there as well, and Darren Nerves and 
you know, it's going to be a massive battle between the two of us. And, you know, and, you know, sure, look, that's what you want. I mean, I, I suppose I went on record and I will go on record here as ever to say that uh, the bigger picture stuff here, you know, I played Seaburn Rangers coming through, getting to a, a, an adult final, um, to me is the highlight, you know, one of the highlights of the year outside of my own club, probably the highlight of the year outside of my, any of my own involvement uh, in, uh, in Hurling. Um, or sorry, in our own hurling club. So yeah, it's going to be it's great for us, and it's going to be you know it's it's a great weekend for us. And you know, I suppose the the novelty of getting into a senior final after being you know away for so long from it, and uh, it's kind of it's going to be a great buzz throughout the county in different clubs. And sure, look, that's the beauty of sport, and that's what we want. It is indeed, uh, James Hickey. You're involved with Carnew the past couple of years, but obviously you've been you've been monitoring things quite closely. And before we get talking about intermediates and senior finals, uh, you know. You obviously joined the sentiment here in, in saying that it's a it's a novel encounter this junior hurling final. Oh yeah, it's a novel encounter. Um, I suppose the dog on the street knows. I suppose over the last month that Ballinkillen have been the farm team to prove that. Um, I suppose Burn Rangers. It's 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 absolutely brilliant what's going on over there. Like and. I was up there last year, the young lad was playing under 12 match and, and you know, you could see it to have, you'd know that there was a lot of work being done because, you know, a team start now and it's kind of petering in and it's petering out and you might get one good year and three bad years. But um, you see the young lads up there and seeing them again this year, you know, they're they're being coached, you know that, you know, and you see Jarlett Bulger in there, Jarlett, sure from Greg Lamanna and, you know, you can see the pedigree there, Joe Walters, you know, you see Anthony Curry over him, you know, you can see it, you just see the little things and you know how the thing is starting to click, you know, and um, look, it's 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 brilliant and look, I suppose, as you said, they're going into the two finals that we're talking about here, the junior and the, the senior on Sunday. Everybody will want Burn Rangers to win the junior, everyone will want Ballinkillen to win the senior and the intermediate will take on a life of its own, probably. But um, no, it's brilliant, and and the credit to Ballin Killing there, like you know, kudos to them, and, and you'd have to tip your hat to them. They're coming there the last couple of years. You can see it to be us in the under twenty one final last year, you know, and it went right to the wire, and you know, it was a sending off. It was a big moment in the game. They beat us in a minor a couple of years ago, and you can see the progression there. And it's a kind that takes me back to 2001, I suppose, when, when we reached our first county final together, Rangers and Ballinkillen. And that time, there was two good young teams coming. And, and I've often said it was either us or a kind of them. If they had a kind of stuck at it, they lost the Welshers and that. And, you know, the thing kind of flattened out over the, the next five years. But um, definitely, uh, there's great work going on in Ballinkillen. But equally, there's there's great work going on across the way there and Burn Rangers and it's just it's great to see it you know it's brilliant for Hurling and Carlo at least it is indeed Demo um, you know James mentioned uh, and Laz mentioned Jared Bulger and stuff and I would have seen Jared a good bit and obviously through not big and all that also um, but you're doing a lot of coaching and you're involved with Carlo GA and I know from going back eight or nine years ago from doing camps Demo um, the likes of Lachlan McGaugh and these guys you know it's, it's hard to believe these guys are like adult hurlers now but you're seeing that close close up and personal on a regular base or I have done over the past couple of years. Like the the chaps coming through and the girls coming through in that club are as good as what's out there anywhere. Yeah, I remember being in uh, IT Carlo there last year for the for the first round of the minor championship Carlo played Mead 
And Carlo actually had two starters from Bourne Rangers that day. And I, I remember someone sitting in the stand beside me and goes, it's probably the first time ever. Now, I never looked into it, but we had Jake Summers in the goal that day and Larkin Dyle at cornerback. And the two of them held their place the whole, the whole year. And two of them were, Jake was in goal and Larkin again was cornerback for the final when the need, up, up in need and won one the first ever Cups from Carlo Miners in, in, a, in a long, long time. So even even showing that, you can see that the progression has been made in Bourne Rangers. You have the likes of Dylan Townsend in there this year with the Carlo Miners. And then, and then you actually go through the, the cold squads and you, you see the amount of numbers. I think there's there's seven on Bourne Rangers lads in with the Carlo under 14 calls this year, which I think is, is absolutely massive. There's, there's, there's more Bourne Rangers lads than... than and the Moisha lads, which shows you that the coaching in Bourne Rangers has come to a high standard. And, and it's delighted to see and and hopefully, and you can see all that with the, with the lads on with Bourne Rangers juniors. And a big Michael influence, obviously down there. The lads mentioned Joe Waters, and obviously Anthony Curry is involved. And uh, you you know them boys fairly well too. And obviously they bring a huge amount to it. Anthony is as passionate as me anywhere. I mean, he'd, he'd nearly kill you on the sideline, let alone <laughs> you know uh, in in terms of the passion he brings. Like, and uh, he was he was a wholehearted player back in his day too. He was, and if Anthony Curry's involved, I can guarantee you, Bourne Rangers will, will play for the 60 minutes and plus if, if they have to go to extra time as well, because whatever team Anthony's involved with, they're always fit. That's right. Kieran, they uh, all mentioned extra time. You did go to extra time last week in the game against Bagnestown. Put up 121, I think, in doing so. A home dinger of a game. Oh, yeah, it was an excellent game. Uh, in fairness, it was kind of difficult for any side to, to lose it. Um, I mean, we took a very early lead, but in fairness to Bagnestown, they were probably winning the game for nearly close on 45 minutes. Uh, we came back at the end. Uh, some players showed some great character. You mentioned Jarl Bulger. I won't say his age, but at 40 plus years of age, playing centre-back, hurling for 80 minutes. Like, I mean, you'd be embarrassed looking at him like, you know, um, certainly feel a bit inadequate on the sideline. Um, but, you know, young Larkin Doyle showed great character there, wing forward, corner forward. Um, we had three free takers, a few got injured, lads had to step up to draw a level. Um, I just think we took the lead, I got that bit of momentum in the last five minutes, which kind of saw us through into extra time. Um, and then once we got in the lead in extra time, you know, we, we, we didn't look back. Uh, but they showed great character. I mean, a win is a win. But when you win with a bit of character, you know, that's something really that you can build on, you know, going into a final. Massive, uh, massive momentum and massive confidence booster as well to finally break that duct and get in. Are the shackles off a bit now? You seem like you're enjoying this week, like you know, and hopefully that's reflected Friday. There won't be a crowd here, obviously, it's behind closed doors. The game is being streamed, and it's a great pity because I could, I could imagine a huge crowd being at that, even for a junior final. Um, you know, it's a bit of a disappointment for all the clubs really that we can't get crowds, and it's, just, it's a kind of an eerie thought to even imagine county finals at any grade with no crowd, but um. I suppose that that's part and parcel of it at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah, look, it, it is a pity for a first adult county final and not to have everyone there, family, friends, for such an occasion. Like, for we all know growing up what it means to have your family and friends there playing with your, your teammates. Uh, but I suppose under the circumstances, the fact that we're even playing county finals, we'll take that. We'll take it that it's going ahead. Um, you know, win, lose or draw, you're still going out and playing hurling, which is what we all love doing. And, you know, going to the training field now, there's even a bit of a buzz, a bit of crack going on there. So, look, yeah, it's a pity there isn't a crowd there. I feel for the, the young chaps, you know, that I see, I'm involved with the under-15s uh, myself, and all they're talking about is the county final. Uh, and unfortunately, they can't physically be there, but it's been streamed live, so it's the next, next best thing. 
Absolutely. So, um, in regards to that, uh, James, I, I was at the intermediate semi final last week uh, between my Ulster Rangers and Nave Breed, and I was saying on the commentary at the time, there was a fair crowd out for a match behind closed doors. But, like, it's, it's, it's kind of a tricky one in terms of, like, I, I felt that they were getting everything right with, with the 200, and I, I still am a little bit, I understand Neffet are making these calls and fair play to them, like, they're doing it based on better wisdom than, than any of us have put together. But like you just felt that what was it really necessary, James? Do you think like, and it's tough going really, like you know what I mean? To have no no bodies at these games at all. Um, I think uh, I think it's the clubs that got it wrong, not the county boards. I think um, any matches I've been at, say championship matches, like the Carlo, Wicklow, etc., Kilkenny, um, you go. There's only the the 200 people there and everything was fine but I think that clubs started to lose their way a little and like at the same time I've been in GA fields I felt the championship was bang on smack county boards were doing everything perfect and I felt then at club level it started to slacken off a bit and I was passing by GA fields like and it was like you know there was cars you couldn't get into them the, the place was thronged and, you know, you'd hear it as well around in, in different places you were going. Like I was down in the GA field last night and it was thronged, you know, and I think that where, yeah, they had the hand sanitization and everything, I think that people got wind of that and said, look, this thing is 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 starting to go out of control again a bit. And um, I felt if probably it was the clubs that probably the main reason that stopped because it definitely had nothing to do. You got Cardo there, and you see any of the matches being streamed when it was only the 200. Everything was sweet. It was fine. There was only the the 80 plus supporters and the rest in was the squads. But um, look, it is what it is. I think we're blessed to have championships. I'm thinking like if the championship had it, hadn't had went ahead this year, would Burn Rangers have been in a county final? No. Would Ballinkillen be in a senior final or a junior final? No. Equally, Michelin in intermediate final or Rangers. So look, you take the good with the bad and Whoever wins over the weekend, if if the same lads on the call here, if, if certain amount of them, their clubs are going to end up with county medals on on this weekend or me own club, whichever it is, and you know you'll take that, you'll take hand and all, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. Get this thing done. Yeah, absolutely. Damo, kind of a, a strange weekend for you last weekend. Uh, coming for a win, intermediate semi final, of course, which like the most bizarre situation just to put out there. The three. Intercounty goalkeepers with Carlo are three Michel men playing at senior, intermediate, and junior. So young Kieran Abbey is playing junior hurling, but he's on the county panel. It's the most bizarre situation. I mean, that must be frustrating enough for you to be just playing intermediate hurling when you know you'd, you'd walk on to any senior team. Oh, it's pretty frustrating, but it also brings the, it brings the best out of myself, Kieran and Brian, knowing the three of us are down there. Every evening before training, the three of us are down there at half six, getting our own bit of training done. And you know then, whoever gets the nod for the senior, you know that they that, that, that definitely deserve it, that the work is done. And you can see in the, in the training that they're doing that, that they do deserve to be number one. And if anything, that's only good for the club and, and, and good for the team they're playing on because you, you know you have the best one on goal. Look, it's, it's frustrating, but it is what it is. It's just... It's someday I'm going to have to get Brian off to take an order and someday Kieran's going to have to get me off to take an order and, and, and get Brian off it as well and today that happens it'll be, it'll be a good day for everybody and you're telling us off here there's another lad going to be in the mix shortly as well yeah Kyle Foley he was in goal for the, the minors there Monday night against Ballon Kill 
which was an absolute brilliant game. Three twenty to three twenty, it finished, and I think Kyle actually, I think Kyle actually made five one-on-one saves and saved the shot just before a penalty as well. So to be honest with you, he's actually the one I'm most worried about. <laughs> yeah, you have you have great luxuries up there. Um, yeah, a few years may, may may start trying to go out the field or whatever. But uh, yeah, look, it comes for a win to me, Sammy. It puts you into the final here against uh, against Rangers, obviously, which is Saturday. Even the junior final is Friday at seven. Um, intermediate final six o'clock on Saturday, and then senior final three o'clock on Sunday. Um, you know, these finals throughout the years at intermediate level, more often than not, seems to be Michael and Rangers like so. <laughs> uh, the rivalry certainly hasn't tamed down over the years. It's a fairly intense rivalry, and Michael love to bet the Rangers, and Rangers love to bet Michael. Now, at senior level, obviously, as we've seen. There's a bit of a difference there, unfortunately, at the moment. Then, well, it seems there's just a little step there that you need to take still. But um, this intermediate grade for me, and I mentioned it last week kind of on Twitter and stuff, and I don't know, there's no point in asking you to go back 10 years or whatever, or 12 years, you're only a chap at a time. Like, But when I started off playing intermediate hurling at 16, if you had two or three decent hurlers, you win most championship games. Because a lot of lads were, all right, they had a bit of experience or whatever, but they hadn't the hurling, really. And... I'd even say now that our junior championship is probably better than what the intermediate championship possibly was 12 years ago. Uh, like, the scores that were in that game with Nairbreed and Rangers were, were outrageous scores for, for intermediate level. It's a good level. like. It, it's, it's brilliant. I was, I was actually watching the Nairbreed and Rangers game and to see, to see Ben Bulger come in off the bench, I was just looking and saying, how was he not in the starting 15? And then you see another lad, Connor Fenlon, who was on the Rangers teams the whole way up along starting midfielder and you're just saying how is he coming off the bench it just shows the talent that is coming through at, at the intermediate and junior level that these boys can't start and they're coming off the bench which makes the intermediate level even a, a, lot, a lot more competitive and the same ourselves we're bringing, bringing the likes of Keith Hogan and, and George Pavlin off the bench like years, two or three years ago you would have said they're definite starters and, and, and now, they're, now they're just barely getting onto the team so look it's, it's, it's great it's great for Carlo Hurland and like, like intermediate grade is getting stronger and Mice and Rangers are getting going very well because lads are kind of getting sick of being intermediate hurlers now and they're, they're trying to make that push to get onto the senior squad. So it makes them train that bit harder as well to say, but put the hand up every week to say, I want to be a senior hurler, not an intermediate hurler. Yeah, and regards to that senior semi-final last week, um, you know, like I was, I was kind of just cognizant not to be too harsh on Mice throughout the podcast series so far. And then there were certain things I was kind of critical of that, they address in the two victories, but I, you know, just to be brutally honest, without without kind of you know insulting you or whatever, it just seemed Rangers at a slightly higher level last week. And like, is that something that it's obviously not easy to take for you, but probably something that you kind of recognise at the moment. You're in transition. Yeah, yeah, we're we're in transition. I suppose like if you look at last year, we brought up Ty Daly, Owen Hosey, and James Smithers straight out of minor, brought them straight up. This year we brought up Oshie and Kelly and Scott Tracy, like. And to be honest with you, out of them five hurlers, there's four of them there still hurling senior now. And there are, and probably were our four most consistent hurlers this year, which is which is a good thing for Michael as a club. And it's and it, maybe it's showing a few people that give the young lads a chance. Like so and we brought we took Jack Cavanaugh off the intermediates and gave him to the seniors. Like and Jack's no Jack's twenty three, twenty four now as well. So we're 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 in a rebuilding stage, but look, if you look at Rangers, Chris Nolan hit, hit he was a one nine in the end of the day. Like and uh, every time Chris gets on the ball, there's that little fear factor because Chris gets the ball and there's only one thing on his head, and that's a goal. And if he doesn't get a goal, he's, he's looking for a point. And at, at the moment, we're trying to find someone like that. And we had to like to call Tracy in there, who, who, who is building that character. So hopefully, in the next two or three years, we'll we'll we'll, 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 have, we'll have one like Chris. Yeah, and like 
I mean, Shane Kavanagh's been an incredible servant as well. Uh, you know, like just guys like that are so hard to replace, and it does take time. And I do have to agree with you. I think those chaps have shown great promise this year. I can only stand to you. Maybe in a couple of years' time, who knows? Like we'll see Michael back at the top again. Yeah, well, look, I, I, I have no, to be honest with you, I'm not saying this in an arrogant way, but I have no doubt because we are, we're in that rebuilding stage, we're getting young lads up every year, and to be honest, we, we actually still have Shane, Shane's still on the senior hurling panel, he didn't feature this year now because he was off the auto line, out, out doing work, but uh, he came back and I've, I've no doubt Shane will be back next year, and to even have a lad like Shane around the team is, is unbelievable, and especially to those young lads. Because for years, and myself included, I looked up to Shane Cavanaugh and Robbie Foley, and they still be hurling with the likes of Shane, and Robbie over the intermediates. It's absolutely massive. It actually makes you want to go out to train. You know, these two have done it at the top, so you, so you want to learn off them. Yeah. Joe, um, we've spoken quite regularly over, over the series, and um, you, were, you were in action, obviously, in the, in the commentary box uh, last weekend. So, like, from, from Ballinkillen's point of view, like, they jumped a massive hurdle. And I would have been critical enough of Ballon Killen for not pushing on, considering the Miners in 21s, the one having won the Miner Championship 11 years ago as well. Now, a positive in that was that a lot of lads were actually still playing. But again, similar enough to Burn Rangers win the junior semi final, that's a big hurdle Ballon Killen jumped. And are the shackles off now? What's, what's the vibe like down there um, this week like? Yeah, well, it's just a good vibe, you know. It's better to be you know, in the final than be licking our wounds at this stage. You know, a semi final loss like we were. This time last year, um, you know, wondering about the what ifs and the what the maybes and so on. Um, as regards the shackles are off, well, sure. Look, I suppose look, they are in some way. Like you know, when you, it's the next step that we that this bunch of lads have been looking to cross in the last number of years, and they have gotten there now. Um, but I suppose like there's no the vibe down there is, is is good in terms of like you know they're not just going to settle for that. Like there was the point in you know kind of saying well we're one better than last year. There's nothing. As we could say, like there was not no trophies handed out last year, and like what James said there earlier on, you know, at the end of the day, that's what that's what we're driving for on Sunday. It's not just it's not going to be any good just to turn up, um, because you know if you've that sort of mentality going in, you're never going to be able to raise your game. So our, our lads are going in. There's an expectation there that you know of winning or you know of, of putting our best foot forward, um, and I think that's that was the big thing. I guess was. I think that consistency of performance is what we've been looking for. You know, against the bigger teams. Um, you know, I suppose the last last year we had a good battle with, with Mullinster Rangers. This year, not so good, but, you know, maybe in the group stage. But, you know, you'll have that. But in the last two years, maybe against Sam Mullins, we've shown we've been their equal. And, that, you know, to finally beat them is, is a massive hurdle. And I think getting that level of consistency and putting a couple of back-to-back games is kind of, you know, is a big thing for our lads. And I think uh, to take great heart from that going into the match on Sunday because... Um, you know that that was probably our, has been our downfall. That that kind of fluctuation in form and so on. Um, but look, we'll go in. We'll, we'll go in. We'll, we'll probably be going in as big underdogs. And you know, but you know, like we we'd be talking before, like you know, about it. That uh, you know, strange things happen on finals day, finals day, and different lads are reacting in a different way. And I suppose, like we said, the the, the thing all we can do is we can go out and just empty our tanks, uh, put in the performance we know we're capable of, like probably we produced for some of that semi-final against Sam Mullins. And on the day, if that's good enough to beat Mount Leinster Rangers, it's good enough. And if Mount Leinster Rangers are good enough to beat us, well, it will so be it. That's what, you know, that's all we take, we will have to take. But I think just getting that, getting that consistency in the performance was, was satisfying. And like you said, we will need a repeat performance of what we produced in the semi-final and probably something with it uh, for the takedown uh, Mount Leinster Rangers. Because I think at the minute, um, they look mighty impressive. Do you know what I mean? They have. I mean, they probably got to this to the final 
with, uh, with a relative canter as such. And um, so, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see. But hopefully we'll, we'll empty the tank on Sunday and see what happens. Yeah, James, they've been so, so impressive down there. Like, what are they kind of doing different this year so far? Obviously, the hurt of losing the final last year so late has been a motivating factor. But, like, they're motoring so, so well down there. Yeah, I think the lockdown has been the big thing. Um, you know, none of them away with the county team um, had a huge burden for us this year. Um, and that that's the first point, I think. that That's probably a big 50% of it. And I suppose the other 50% of it, I suppose uh, they're carrying a bit of hurt from last year, um, obviously beaten on, on the day by, by a better team. Uh, definitely hold our hands up to that one and say the best team won the county final last year. But I think, um, to be fair to the group, like, we're going into the county final on Sunday and, like, there's nobody um, underestimating the challenge that's that's ahead. And as Joe, Joe referenced there, county finals have a habit to take on their life of their own. You know, you can win every game up to a county final, but Farmer kind of goes out the window on county final day. Um, <clears throat> you see weird things happening in county finals, but all the boys are doing look, and it's the same as any other year. Um, you know, they're they're knuckling down. There hasn't been a word all week, and you know, you can. I suppose, and I referenced it there earlier. Everybody on this call, like, you can play mind games all you want. We're going to win. We're going to Carlos Sunday to win a county final. No different than Ballinkillen are going up to win a county final, and Burton Rangers and Michel, etc. Um, and and you have to go with that mentality and. You have to try and put everything in place to let you achieve that. I suppose a week in a county final, the week of a county final is 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 a big week, and you know you can actually lose a county final the week of a county final because you know you're hoping it'll come, and you know everybody's talking about it, and there's a big build up and a big buzz, and the next thing all of a sudden, bang, it's here, and you go. And the first ball you go for, you're mentally drained, you know, because of the excitement and everything. And the next thing, the game is gone. It's, for a lot of, especially young players, it's it's the longest week of their life. And it's it's the fastest 60 minutes that they'll ever play in. And that's just the way it is. And I suppose we're lucky in a sense. We've been blessed, uh, thank God, you know, over the last while that, you know, we've experienced that. And, you know, you learn, you learn to... Um, you learn to deal with it in the proper manner, you know. And, and like I remember back when we started out first, we lost three in two semifinals before we won in six. And, you know, a lot of them were lost in the build-up to county finals. And, you know, oh, we have to do this. We didn't do it last year. And trying different things instead of just... And with experience comes that bit of calmness. And, you know, you're just hoping the county final is a month away because you, you enjoy it for the right reasons, not the wrong reasons. But look... Um, this is to me this balling killing team is a good balling killing team you know you see uh, Dion Wall full back there probably at the moment the best full back in the county you see Kieran Whelan in the middle of the field Shawnee like the Whelans last Sunday evening we had a confirmation here last Sunday the young lad made it and there was we, we were keeping the social distancing but we were here watching it like and, and they hit 120 like and you know they, they hurled mighty and, and to be fair you know they were they gave away a couple of a couple of puckouts went astray on them. Gave St Mullins a couple of, of quick scores at, at crucial times, but they had the character there. You could see it in them. They had the character there uh, at big moments in the game to have that calmness for a relatively young team enough. 
And um, it was just great to see it. And, and you know, this whole thing is helping Carlo Hurland too. And I just see Ballykillen last year in that under-21 final and this year. And last year in the semi-final, I thought they were excellent, you know. And, and there was a moment at the end of the game where, where they got a ball and there was a man inside and it was hit straight to St. Mullins' man. He's booked down the field free. Free is taken back at the net. Game over, extra time, you know. And, and Ballinkillen felt, I felt all last week, you know. And I work in Keenan's with a lot of the same one as boys. And, you know, we were talking about it. And, you know, you'd know, and rightly so with Michael as well against Rangers, that you felt there was a trek going to come out of them two camps, you know. And, and because, you know, it was there, Michael the week before again, Bangastown had to dig mighty deep to, to get over the line in the last five minutes, showed fierce character as well. So, like, it's been a good championship, like, and I know Rangers have won games at a canter, but, you know, Sean Murphy went off the last night, James Dyle got injured, but you look at the championship and all, it's been a great championship, like, it's been a, it's been a fantastic championship, and the semi-finals, albeit, might have missed a few frees last weekend, and in the first half, it could have been a lot closer, but, um, look, it's, for me, it has to make it a great final on Sunday. Absolutely. Well, Kieran, like just touching what James is saying there, I kind of made the point um, not long ago as well that even though we haven't had crowds at the games or anything like that and we have had lockdowns and stuff, the standard across all three grades has not deteriorated. It's held its own, if not gone up. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, the intensity is there. Like Players bring intensity to a game. You know, if it's a flat game, you need the crowd maybe to drive it on. But when, when a game is going and there is that intensity, players don't need anyone shouting on the sideline to get in there, especially close games, which is certainly a junior is what you see. I mean, in terms of the junior championship, you know, it's the most competitive in terms of teams participation. You know, there's every club was involved in it. And that's great. It's a great platform for us to get introduced to other clubs and hurl other clubs. You know, we play them all at this stage. Every time we play Ballon Hill, it's actually a good game of hurling. You know, it's just pure striking, scoring, hooking, blocking, you know, uh, and that's what we look forward to on Friday is that same type of uh, battle. You know, it's not a psychological one. It's just, I always say it, like, who wants it more? Uh, you, you get on the pitch, you fight for the ball. If you win the ball, you want it more, you'll get it. Um, you know, the scores obviously have to be more than theirs. That's... Uh, you know, an obvious one but it's desire who wants it more and at the end of the day if Burn Rangers want it more we'll deliver and if it's Ballon Killen so be it Yeah and you have obviously have that Kenny background as well um, along with Jarrett so that's that's been a massive help no doubt in addition to Anthony's passion um, that you come from that background and there's a great love for Hurling down there which is obviously infectious across the board to the boys like and the fact that you know, we had this taken away from us and possibly, God forbid, but we may at some stage won't rule out another lockdown. It could well happen. Hopefully not, but it could. We see what's sort of happening with our neighbours. But that greater appreciation for the game, has, has that got something to do with, with the kind of standard as well in that, Jesus, this was taken away. I'll give this the whole hog while I can because, number one, I might be getting too whole, but number two, this has been taken away without me even having the choice. So we better give a socks here, lads. Uh, no, I... Passion is always there in Carlo Hurland. Look, yeah, you're right. I, I grew up playing at Kilkenny, the Roaring Sea, um, but I've been in Carlo for 12 years. You know, they love their hurling. You can see it. Um, so, yeah, the lockdown just means the, the, the condensed season that, you know, you can get your training right, you get your schedules right, you can get into that. You get that. Right. Look, you're just focused on the hurling now. 
Um, but the passion is always there. Um, you know, I grew up in a house where it was just hurling. Um, came to, to Carlo, it's just hurling. Like, you know, that's all I do in my spare time. Um, so lockdown, no lockdown, 12 months, 24 months, I'll still be hurling. And the simple gratification during lockdown, I found any, I was just going out and poking the ball off the wall. Great to clear the head, just a simple thing. <coughs> yeah, yeah, kids, it's great. We did it with the, with, the, with the kids, the juveniles as well, some skills, challenges, because, you know, they mightn't have been so great doing the online classes, uh, but if you told them to go out and hit a bin or something like that, you know, they found that a bit more, uh, better for the stress levels. Uh, and it was so important, like, but that's community. I mean, you saw what the GA did, uh, you know, helping other helping within the community, whether it's getting groceries for elderly neighbours or the vulnerable, you know, that's the essence of the GAA. Um, and look, it comes out into a field in the form of hurling and you see passion and you can pull across a fella and, you know, you want to get the ball. And at the end of the day, you know, Joe and me, huge respect between the clubs, Michael, you know, Mount Leinster Rangers, and you could shout at each other on the sideline, but you shake hands or you, you, you exchange elbows, whatever it is now, um, you know, because there's just huge respect amongst the hurling community, certainly. Yeah, that's a funny one because like nobody hates Burn Rangers, and you know, <laughs> I know we all we always wanted to, to bet Mountains the Rangers. We always wanted to bet Bangers and Gosford beside us. Michael were so hard to bet. That's coming from a neighbourly point of view. I wouldn't say it was an, as an intense rivalry with, with Ballinkillen, but Burn Rangers have that kind of uniqueness there. In that, there's nobody that really hates you. Maybe maybe Ballinkillen might, might might have something to say about that on Friday. But Joe, look, it's uh, yeah, look. Uh, it's it's a kind of a it's, it's a funny one, yeah. Look, and and over the years you'd see you'd hear lads saying you're doing a great job in Burn Rangers, and you, you don't know if it's a compliment or if it's condescending. Um, so at the end of the day, it's about titles, and uh, you know, I mean, well, it's, it's about titles for a club. It's just reinforcement that what you're doing is 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 right, and there is just huge coaches involved in Burn Rangers, like the you know not just the blow-ins, but the the lads living in Carlo, like they're from Limerick and Tipperary and Leash and Kilkenny. Uh, huge passion as well but yeah we want to win titles we're no different to Mount Leinster Rangers Ballonkillen or Michael, uh and we want them to be given out about us yeah that's, the, that's, that's the standard you're setting it's about it's about <laughs> it's about Kieran uh, as well like you mentioned one uh, the titles and I think one one big thing is respect as well you know you know to the acknowledgement and respect like, and getting to getting the finals and right whatever happened Friday or whatever another final that we're in will uh, there can only be one winner, as I say, but it doesn't mean that, you you know, you haven't gained anything in defeat, you know, I mean, I just think, say, just to give you an example, like, if you, I went to Lent and Brett of the country, you know, over the last couple of years, and you'd be talking, you'd be going to different places, and any holiday I'd go on, I'd always try to pick up a hurl wherever I'd be, and I happened to be down in Kerry there during the summer, and I went into uh, Shane Brick down in Kilmiley, and James would know Shane Brick, he would have... Yeah, you know, you know, from you know, you would have heard, you would have been your yeah. yeah. And I went in and we were chatting, and you know, I was talking to him about Carlo Hurling and everything else, and we got chatting, and you know, we were t- talking about the club scene and my own club, and you know, to, to identify it. And I mentioned then I was trying to think, you know, could I keep many link to our area where I was located, and I, I and I said I said Andrew Gall, you know, I oh, says the Duke, you know, Shane Brick down in Kerry. You know, and this was this was you know, and and talked so glowingly of of this man in terms of respect. Do you know what I mean? He didn't mention, you know, he didn't mention this lad has X many county titles or this man. You know, he he gained respect on the pitch and respect by your actions and how you do things. 
And I think, uh, you know, I know you have the medals and, you know, maybe all of us, and maybe Damien's a little bit younger, but, you, you know, maybe when you get older, you see that uh, that's a massive part of, of of the GA, you know, getting that respect as a hurler. And I'm sure James is true as well. He, he you know, James came through from a county point of view. And I suppose as a club, in fairness, James going up like with Rangers losing those matches and, you know, getting across the... The, the finishing line and, and also with the county you know coming from I remember James speaking before starting out you know winning the B titles and you know getting on to the A grade and you know stepping it all the way up and getting that respect and I think that's a massive thing to get as a club and I think that's one thing um, that you have or Kilburn Rangers have I think from everyone in Carlow and I don't think that came from you reaching just the, say the junior final uh, this year it's respect like what James said there in terms of how you coach how you look after players, the quality of the players that you send into a county panel. You know, I, I always think a bigger picture. I always like to look a bigger picture. I love the rivalry. We'll have great crack on Friday night. We'll have great crack on Sunday with the different clubs. But, you know, the bigger picture stuff then is when that's all done and dusted. We're all Carlow men. We were all in Newbridge, say, when James there. I remember, I remember, and it'll stick to me till the day I, I go under, as I say, I remember being at uh, the, talking to James in Newbridge after the defeated, um, when they won the intermediate title a good number of years ago now, and I remember him saying, he said, we wouldn't be here unless the other clubs were driving us on. You know, and I think that's wonderful that we're in it together, you know, and that kind of comes from respect from each other and, you know, respect in, in our actions as well. So, as I say, like, look, sure, as I say, I'll come Friday evening, that might go out the window for 60 minutes with me skin and hair, but sure, look, at the end of it, you know, we know where we stand anyway, you know. Yeah, but I know, you're here, yeah. Rogers, you're dead right, Joe, yeah, well said, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And Damo, you're, you're a good modern-day example of this because you just love the game. You'll talk hurling all day long. You'll go to a match anywhere in the country and you just simply live for it. Like, i tell you the truth, things are made easier now. The father after giving me over the car there this evening as well. So <laughs> things are going to be made a lot easier now, Kevin. We're all known for the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's great, Damo. I mean, look, Joe hit the nail on the head there. Um that's what it's all about. And I mentioned there, we used to always want to go and, and, and bait the whole lot of you. We, we never succeeded too often, unfortunately. I'd say he succeeded more than we did the whole lot of years together. But um, that's just for the 60 minutes, as, as Joe was saying. And after that, it's a small community that we're trying to actually, you know, enhance or whatever. And Burn Rangers are doing their thing. And please God, we'll see. Someday we'll have eight to 10 senior clubs, which, which would be um, fantastic, whatever. But like, as long, I think the structure, as we mentioned already, this championship is the key thing in making that happen. And with football starting shortly, you know, if they want, they could perhaps flip that next year and have football first and then hurling. Because in my opinion, although it's not ideal for whichever club wins the, the first championship because it'd be a long gap to Leinster or whatever, why not have that break for a little while if you can at all possible? Then try to rebuild, get a few challenge games, which maybe, you know, Sometimes they're difficult to get. But you can probably get back up to speed, I would think. Or is that something you go along with before a Leinster Club Championship if we do have one, say, next year? Yeah, look, it's, 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 I, I think it's dead right to football. If you, even if you play the football for a hurdle, I, I know it'll have, it'll have five weeks before a Leinster Club Championship. But like, who, who, what else do you want to do? Only, only play, be playing the teams that are in county finals and week long there and Wexford and getting the best of and getting the best of the practice match rather than playing mediocre games in Carlow and getting and, and getting the best shot at a, a championship. 
Yeah, definitely. So, right, lads, uh, I'm going to, what do you call it? Uh, we'll go kind of, um, we won't say verdicts per, per se or whatever, but we might talk about uh, key battles and stuff. And uh, Kieran, no, no, no secrets. And Joe, uh, you know, uh, we, we want everything here. We want, we want full accountability. But I know, look, from, from, the, from the junior point of view, um, you know, obviously Kieran, Jarrah is a master player for you. Joe on the edge of the square will be, uh, will be a, a big threat at the best of times. And, uh, Joe, just from your point of view, then just point us out some of the guys that you know have been kind of mortaring well because it's tricky for you having lost a couple as a senior. Jack Tracy was going well, and thinking Mark Foley, and that was down there. So, the best of the rest, as the fella said. Yeah, well, we just to kind of put in context, we, we played in the group stages ourselves in Burn Rangers, and we, we've lost four, I think, off the off our starting team um, from that day. So, it's you know, for, for us, we've, we've, we've lost in the interim, and I suppose Burn Rangers have gained. So, That'll be a big kind of swing from the from the group stages, but um, yeah, for sure. Look, I, I don't really, I won't say I don't like identifying key players. Like you know, everyone is key. You're not going to win anything without. But we have a little bit of experience, I suppose, uh, down the middle, which is important. You know, we say like Michal Rain and, and uh, Lauren Kinsler, who would be big, you know, big additions to any junior team who would have hurt senior. Uh, you know, for a good number of years, and and um, Michal obviously hurled uh, county at county level as well. Um, so you know, plenty of experience there with the two boys. Um, I suppose, uh, you know, we've had great performance, like Parry Grain just going down through the lanes again. Uh, Parry Grain in the middle of the field, you know, he's hit a lot of frees this year for us. Um, our half-forward line, you know, Mick Butler, great experience of work horse, Mark Tracy's hurling well. Um, and the, our inside line, I suppose, uh, Niall Whelan has been, you know, outstanding for us, you know, really this year. Um, and uh, Kieran Downing, I suppose, you know, like, but like, I'm just picking names off the top of my head. Everyone's performed like the last day. You know, we we hurled uh, Mullins Rangers down in in, um, in what called down in the train centre, and uh, you know, different lads put their hands up. Um, but um, look, maybe the little bit of experience that the lads bring into back is, is key. Like we mentioned there, maybe with Charlotte and Joe Waters, like that little bit of the older head can you know, to steer the ship, and maybe you know, camping's down on the pitch it, it, it can be a big addition to the to the team. Um, but it will be a lot tighter, I think, come come Friday evening. Um, like I said, I think um, Burn Rangers have gained two or three players and they have a, a big panel. Um, we, we've been caught like with you know injuries to my, my own nephew Billy is out for the game um, with a hand injury and we've lost three lads then up to the senior panel already and uh, you know I suppose we're kind of a little bit tight like even though it's been a good year in terms of lads training you know we've, you know from a junior point of view normally you kind of have your five or six or seven lads in our case maybe training and then the rest kind of turn up for matches. This year, I suppose, given the COVID situation, and, and I suppose then we maybe have, you know, young lads coming through like um, Paddy Cavanagh is coming up from, you know, first first year adult grade and Eamon normally in these lads, and they're coming up with with the idea of training. Like they're not coming up, you know, been here done it, you know, kind of get into bad habits. Those are lads with, with excellent habits, and, and they're kind of setting the tone as well. So we're we're lucky that I suppose even though our, our panel is a little bit tight, but we think we've twenty on the dot, um, talking out uh, Friday night. And uh, even though it's kind of tight enough, um, you know, they're all generally in the pitch most of the time. And, and you know, that's, that's a good thing. And you can only improve on that. And, you know, it makes our job hard come, come Friday night in terms of uh, picking and selecting lads. But um, it could come down. I just, you know, it could come down. I know Burn Rangers are not analysing them or anything now, but I know, like, both free takers are very good on both sides. And I think whoever's, you know, I think that'll be a big message going out on both sides about keeping their discipline, you know. I think Bourne Rangers did a good few frees in their semi-final. We didn't hit as many in our semi-final, but we've hit a good few all the way along as well. And I think both sides have, have good free-takers that will punish uh, either side if they're indisciplined. So 
you know, tackling and things like that uh, would be very important. And, uh, you know, but I can't see any, I don't think there'll be any massive tactical battles in terms of, you know, sweepers or double sweepers or triple or whatever, you know, four men and a half hour late sort of thing, unless the lad gets bet and he's looking for a break sort of thing. But I think it'll be more straightforward in terms of that. Um, but yeah, and like I said, it'll it'll just come down like what Kieran said, who's that little bit of hunger and, you know, maybe as both teams maybe have been a little bit goal shy maybe in the championship today or, you know, that they haven't been racking up a huge amount of goals. So I think if anyone is able to get two or three goals on the board, uh, especially, you know, up to three, I think it could be a very a big deciding factor in, in whoever uh, gets their hands on the title on Friday night. Right, we'll, we'll move up a grade. Demo, I'm not going to put you under too much pressure because you're playing in that game on, on Saturday evening and... Uh, you know, I, I, that's not my intention here. It's a bit lighthearted, and we're looking at the bigger picture and uh, seeing, seeing what the crack is, as the fella said. But um, you, you have been racking up decent scores, um, a strong side for, for a second team. Um, what do you have to do right, and what do you kind of have to clamp down on in terms of the Rangers' point of view? Of course, from the, from the Rangers game, the last day in uh, over in Boris on, a, on, a, on the Sunday there, that we played, uh, I think, it's, it's, uh, our discipline and East Day come up. I think we gave Kieran Kieran Kavanagh the opportunity that day that he could hit I think he hit six frees that day, which and we got bet by I know we got bet by eight that day, but anything that scored six frees in the in the in the second half is the, it's, a, it's a massive tally to try even try to get back and in fairness the Rangers their their backs are they're very disciplined and we actually didn't get the opportunity to even try tally back on free. So discipline is definitely a factor that we're going to have to try tamp down on come, come uh, Saturday. Yeah, and Luke Roach was striking the free so, so well last week. I never really had Luke down as a kind of a, a free taker. I had him down as a, a strong ball winner, centre forward, kind of, which obviously is still like, but kind of like his brother Dennis a bit. But geez, he was striking those free so well the, the last day, you know. So, as you mentioned, discipline is a big thing. Yeah, and like with gear on there taking him on the Sunday, we, uh, we've had him over in Boris, and you have Luke, and you have Luke taking him. It's, it's not, it's not, there's not many teams out there that have two free takers that are as, as sharp shooters as, as the two boys. So, look, it's definitely something that we're going to have to at least talk about anyway and, and try to hopefully work out a plan and try not foul as much as we did that, that evening over in Seven or over in Rangers. Yeah, and strengths then from, from your own point of view. Obviously, you're a massive puck out. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know about that, but I suppose the last day against St. Mullins, the, the inside three boys in the full forward line scored three ten from play. It's it's always a massive thing when you're, when you're giving the full forward line the right ball. And look, it looks things we were, we were giving the right ball and, and they were doing the damage with him. So we'll be, we'll be hoping for the, for the three lads inside to do another big job. James, going back a few years ago, I would have said that, and we'll never see this obviously, but he had a second team that would, would have done very well if it got to a senior semi final. And you have that knack that's, I don't know how, like obviously it, it comes from you boys winning club championships and getting taller in the finals and the young lads looking up at that. But it also comes down to great coaching, I suppose. But the second team is, is one of the strongest second teams in the country. Yeah, I suppose, um, the, I suppose, and, and you go back there to the, to the Burn Rangers thing. I remember in six when we won our first one and, after the match, I remember we went to the schools that week and like near a young lad had a Rangers jersey, none. There was Kilkenny jerseys, there was Wexford jerseys, there was every sort of jersey, but there was no Rangers jersey. And I remember the next year we won seven, we won back to back our first two, six and seven. I remember going to the school in seven, every young lad had a Rangers jersey. And it's kind of like that burn Rangers thing. You get a victory and, you know, things start taking off and like that's, that's, 15, 14, 15 years ago now and it's just it's been nearly 15 years in the making well we'll say maybe 8, 9, 10 
And there's good minor teams after coming through. And you see it, Michael, in the past there, a team that won six in a row, etc. Super minor teams. As I often said, I remember in 97 playing um, playing Michel in the minor final. They played the under-21 final after it. They played it in the junior, intermediate and senior final in the same year. Like remarkable stuff like to have 18 to 21 years. And it'll just tell you when a thing when a thing does go, how well it can go. But um yeah, look back to your point. Yeah, twenty thirteen we had we had we had a strong old bench look and look there's a lot of that gone now and it's kind of look some of the lads that, that were subs in two thousand six there came in now for us and the younger lads now that have come through and I think this year we've blooded more talent, I think more so than any year in the last probably fourteen years we've brought through lads from junior to intermediate and intermediate to senior. We freshened the thing up a bit. And again, COVID had a lot to do with that because you were hurling. You take the likes of Kieran Kavanagh. He, he made his senior debut this year. Kieran was consistently hurling. You go over to the field and when there's hurling training every every second night. And so Kieran has the hurl in his hand 48 hours, 48 hours. When you have football and county training going on like that, then and certain lads missing and maybe only five or six hurling you don't get that same momentum and I think that has been amazing for our championship this year and every championship around Ireland I'd say is the same And but look I think to be fair last Saturday night believe it or not we went up more in hope than expecting victory against Nebreed to be fair Nebreed had beaten us in the league section they had got Sean Watchorn back they had got Mark Brennan back uh, the two Cochrane brothers one of them I'd say played against us the first night so like to be fair you know I said to my father last week I said how do you think we'll go on the three semi-finals he said sure we'll be up against it he said in the, in we were only talking about the junior first Friday night and he says we'll be up against it in that battle give them a good team and he says Saturday night like he said yeah, Breeze first team he said they're hurling fierce well this year and like to be fair I'd say the pitch suited Bagnastown suited you know, it was nice and tight and the, the knacking breed forwards probably didn't get the space that they were getting in bigger venues. And But look, the boys gave a good account of themselves. Look, Willie, John Cody, as, as Demo mentioned, Ben Bulger for me is an awesome hurler. Conor Finlan came on. Luke Roach was striking the fees. But, but I think overall, it's a well-balanced team. It's like the Michelin Intermediate team. That's a well-balanced team. And, and it's, it's like Demo said, there's, they're actually bar Willie and a few of the older heads, not too many. It's a very young team. And it's like Damo said about Michael's senior team this year. You can see, like, they've gone with you. And that's the way to go. Eventually, you have to go that way. And and you have to give you its chance. Um, and you can see it with, with that Michael intermediate team as well. It's a good young team. And, like, look, that's going to be a massive battle for us um, um, Saturday night. But, but one, the boys will relish. And I... The intermediate finals over the last few years with Michel have been absolute crackers. Like there'd be more draws and replays, but they've been crackers. And sure, what more could you want? Exactly. What more could you want indeed? You mentioned your old boy there. You would have had myself and Shea Hayes over a job last week there. He was uh, he was <laughs> he was very vocal. But come here. Actually, he's uh, nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Eddie Cody was uh geez, Eddie was fairly animated on the line last week, I have to say. Um I you know, I obviously know Eddie fairly well, like and one of, one of our greatest ever servants, but he was fair wound up. Like, Aina was taking the first three, Aina Holland, he was roaring in at him, and 
a ball came over and there was a, a little bit of an altercation between the two and he went out over the, the sideline uh, via, via David Hickey. Not with a box now or anything, but he just put him out over the line like as a referee. But um, I was saying, just, just that, this that is quite intense and, and fired up on, on the line. I can only imagine what he was like in a dressing room. Yeah, yeah, Edwards, yeah, Edwards goals, yeah, he's fired up. And I suppose, look, when you step out of the arena that you were so used to crossing that white line every day playing and you do retire, um, the first couple of years are awful, like, they're awful. And, and you feel like it's, I need the boys to tell you, it's like a debt in the family. Like you've been gone from soldiering with the same lads for 15, 20 years, with some lads even longer because you went to school with them and they're your same age. And... I found myself anyway, it was better just to go away for a couple of years, you know, and take a deep breath because you just, you go to matches and you're as wound up as you, you're more wound up than you are when you're playing. Yeah, yeah. So look, uh, obviously he's a, he's a man who's bringing a great deal, a deal of passion to it as well. What's the winning and losing of this intermediate finally thing, James? I won't put, I won't put them under pressure now, but uh, you know, from, from your point of view, looking in there from, from what you've seen and heard so far. Well, look, sure, look, uh, to be fair to Demo and, and look, I know Demo a good while now and he's always been a, a gentleman but like we were speaking about before we come on there like like Demo's pookouts are are a big factor they're, they're a huge factor as I said there when you're landing balls in on a on a full forward line and your full back your half back line have to sit a bit deep to, deeper than they normally would it creates space then for two midfielders coming on to it or if you had your team set up right, your wing forwards can wrap around and, you know, you don't even need your full forward line winning them, just breaking them back out or whatever. And you'd nearly be pinned, you know, with a puck out. Um, that's definitely going to be a huge factor. Without, without, there's no there's no reason for that. Um, I think the, the backs, both sets of backs, um, I think you see Luke Roach, um, his freeze there the other night in Bagnastown. Um, both backs will need to be very disciplined and I think it'll be the somewhat same in, in the senior Sunday and, and even the boys alluded to it in the junior like if you're giving away a freeze you're going to find it hard to win a county final so I think it's and if you look again over the last few years the Rangers intermediate finals there hasn't been much fouling in them they've been very disciplined games and they've nearly come down to a score right at the end of the game so look this is going to be like there's three cracking finals in store this weekend, but I think that intermediate final with Michelin and Rangers, like you could see here and talk on it, but they just take on a life of their own. Yeah. So let's move on to the senior one then. And we're all kind of, I won't say somewhat neutral because we have a Rangers and Ballin Killing Man, but we don't have that direct attachment as such. Because Joe, obviously, I know you're, you're not a selector with the boys. James, you're not involved from a management point of view. And and Kieran and Demo obviously loved our hurling, so we're in a good position to talk about this senior final and maybe some matchups and things like that. Um, Joe, you're not going to tell us the answer to this, but uh, how are the boys' injuries wise? I'm sure they'll be out there hell or high water. Sean Murphy did fair damage for a lad that was kind of operating on one leg last week. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Asher, look, uh, look. I think every lad, I suppose, is carrying a knock, and it was very a couple of lads carrying knock. A bits and bobs, but sure, look, I think you know yourself and James will tell you, anyone will tell you, you're, you're in finals week and you're in a couple of days before the final, you'll do anything to get right. Um, I think that's one big thing, I suppose, that might be going in, in Rangers' favour this year. Like, I mean, they've had no no injury, I think, of any description to any key player, you know, and, and uh, that's a massive thing, you know, like Sam Mullins lost a couple, and you know, you know, my said lads, you know, bits and pieces, and um. You know, we 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 are we're the same. We have a few lads kind of playing with little knocks here and there, but I, I think they'll all be okay for 
uh, for Sunday, like you know, um, and they'll do anything they can to get to get in order. Um, so yeah, we should have a, hopefully a team bill of health. Um, I think there's a couple of big things on Sunday. Like I said, I think our lads will just we, we'll have to give a performance equal to or better than probably what we gave against St. Mullins. And um, like I, I think you know, I think what happened in St. Mullins, we our, our big players at big games. I, I always say that, and that's again not be, I never belittle any lad in the pitch, but. You know, sometimes in some teams you need lads to kind of step it up, and they're the, the kind of the leaders and the lads that lads look to. And you know, all our so a lot of our key men had big games. You know, Shawnee had you know four points from wing back, and Kieran mm. I thought was magnificent midfield. Dion has just been amazing all year. You know, going down like lads with a, the lads with a bit of experience, like you know David English was solid. You know, up front Murph you mentioned, but all the other lads work with them, and, and when you have those lads performing. It, it certainly raises the other lads' spirits and, and it drives it forward. Um, I think, like I said, it's going to be a hard one for us. I, I actually think, and I, and I kind of went on record saying, I, I would actually think probably Rangers are uh, at, at a level akin to what I've, as, as good as I've ever seen in hurling. Um, I think technically, I mean, uh, like, let's talk about heart and passion, and, and which is fine, and you need that, and that comes into it, like, you know, but technically they're so good. Uh, their stick work, and we talked about it, Kevin, is amazing. If you look at some of the passages of play that they've produced in the championship this year, you know, there's no sloppy hand pass, there's no taking four attempts to pick a ball. And lads kind of, if, if you're technically so good, and we talked earlier about Chris Nolan hitting the scores, you look at him last week, he hit a couple of scores into the breeze, like off his left side from 60, 70 yards. You know, so it's going to be, that's that's going to be a factor. They're, 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 they're playing so slick. I think if, if we were to win... You know, I think we'll be looking to, uh, you know, maybe neutralise their half-back line as best we can. I think stopping their quick bookouts. I think Dean Grennan has been excellent with his, with his restarts this year. Um, you know, his, his ability to pick out a pass, either a long or a short one, you know, and, and, and that means that your retention rate of ball is very high. Um, I think that's the half-back line is, is, is key. I think uh, Dermot Bourne has been exceptional this year. And uh, we mentioned about discipline in finals as well. And if you look at it, I, I don't think they might have maybe picked up... Uh, a handful of cards, but very few this year. They've given away very few frees, and they've certainly coughed. I know they've coughed up a couple of goals, but very few. And you know, it looks like their team play and the way they're setting up. Like that's that's a priority not to concede. And you can see it in the Michael semi-final where Dermot drifted back and literally sat on the D. And like you know, you're always two v one back in there. The beauty of that is, I suppose, their work right out the field as well. Like you have Cody dropping back, you have Kevin McDonald, John Nolan. These lads working so hard. What that'll do for us is probably will mean that the middle will be very crowded, and I suppose in there we have you know Kieran, who's one of our key men. So it'll be it'll be how our game plan adapts to get the likes of him on the ball because he's key to setting up um, our forward play. Um, I, I think from our point of view, like I said, getting our shooters on the ball. I thought that was a big thing against St Mullins. I thought our long range point taking was excellent. Um, you know, while we didn't we didn't create. I know we got a penalty, but we didn't create that many goal chances. But if you're able to pop over, you know, long-range points, and I think that was a, a thing maybe where, where Michel didn't, you know, they hit a lot of weights, they got on a lot of ball, but they hit a, hit a lot of weights in that semi-final and it probably took the momentum from them. Whereas in our semi-final against St. Mullins, our, our, our good shooters, like Craig got a few points, uh, Shawnee got the long-range ones, Kieran, you know, we, we got our shooters on the ball and we popped it over the bar. And I think for us to win, we need that to go, you know, we need that game plan to, to work. Um, just the last thing I'd say is like we, we mentioned big players I think Chris Nolan is having, will have a huge impact in this game um, he, he at centre forward I think like how do you play him if you say to your centre back you go out where you man mark Chris Nolan Chris Nolan drifts off out to midfield looking for a ball 
Your centre-back follows him. There's a massive hole in behind. The thing about Chris Nolan, he's not a conventional centre-forward. He's not a lad you can say, well, right, he's there to break the ball or he's there to throw it around. He gets on that ball. If he gets five yards of space and he gets a hand pass off a midfielder from 70, 80 yards, that ball is over the bar. You know, and he's after proving that. He got one seven, I think, from play or one six the last day from play, six or seven points the day before, all from centre-forward, you know. So he'll have a massive bearing on the game. But look, all I can say is, coming from a Ballon Killing point of view, is that, you know, we'll, we're there to compete. We're not sitting on our laurels. You know, the lads were very focused after the semi-final last week. There was no... Well, there was a little bit of hooping and shouting on the pitch. That was probably coming from me and John Whelan. But um, apart from that, uh, you know, the lads were very focused on that, right, you know, this is where we should be. We shouldn't be just saying, well, you know, isn't it great we're in the final? Like, we should be aiming to be there every year, every year or year on year. This is what we should be aiming for. And I think they'll be very focused. And like I said, what we're really hoping for is a big performance. And if we put out a big performance and we are beaten on the day by a better team, well, that's sport. You can't do anything about it. But I think just performing is going to be our key thing on Sunday. Yeah. Um, Demo, you, you kind of had that um, element of what George was talking about last week in that we've seen it throughout the championship where Dimmer Bourne obviously has been sitting in front of the full back line. And Michael were kind of, obviously at a stage as John Michael was in there and you're trying to play it long. But Dermot is such a good reader. Like, he was cutting out the option. And obviously, Sean Murphy's probably going to be in there on Sunday. And that option will be there. Rangers are obviously going to recognize that fact. They'll be trying to cut that out. So, on one side, you know, you kind of have Sean in there. You know how much of a threat he is. But you'll know that Rangers have that body back. And then, as Joe said as well, the long-range shooting was so good last week from Shawnee Whelan in particular and obviously Kieran tapped over his Kieran's been brilliant this year in general but what, what do Ballon Killing kind of need to do you, you played or you were, were there last week obviously you've seen it up close and personal what do Ballon Killing have to do to try and beat Rangers in this game yeah, I suppose as you said Johnny with the four long range points like again if, if something like that happens again with Johnny and Kieran going over the scores it's, it's, it's only going to leave Dara Bourne one choice and that's just push up on on, on his marker and if that happens then it's going to leave lots of space inside for, for like Sean Murphy and Marty and Owen Roberts and, and Darren whoever may be in there on the day and, and if, if, if Alan Kill can do that I tell you it'll be, it'll be very close come the end of it Yeah Kieran, like would it be fair to make an assumption that in order for Alan Kill to win this game they have to be at 100% and Rangers have to be a fraction off Yeah but you see finals can take a life of their own so I mean you know, you can psychoanalyze it as many ways as you want. You know, Mount Leinster Rangers have been winning games, you know, let's say very nicely. Uh, psychologically, the week of final, does that get into their head? Sure, we're, we're winning games here. Ballon Killen psychologically getting over St. Mullins. You know, St. Mullins, we all know the run they had in the club championship last year in Leinster. So, I mean, it's funny what can happen. Confidence. Um, you know, the, the hop of a ball, you know, a full back dropping a ball or, you know, anything at all in a game. And it can change to see the net rattle. Psychologically, what's that do to a goalie? You know, you, you always say about a team, don't worry about the opposition. You hurl your game. Um, and I don't think anyone in Ballonkillen or Mountain Lancer Rangers are trying to think what the opposition are going to do. I mean, you shouldn't worry about Chris Nolan. Like, you know, if Ballonkillen hurled their game, you know, Chris Nolan has to worry about them. Um, so if you're just being kind of clinical or level-headed about it, yeah, you would say Ballon have to hurl at 110% and maybe MLR have to come down a notch. But 
they have a final. It's you know it's fifty fifty. I always say. James, you're stretching there. I think you could be warming up to to, to go into the fray either either Saturday or Sunday. No. I think. But, <laughs> but we'll see. Oh, yes. Yeah, like you're, I'd say I'd say you're you're lean enough to, to participate anyway. You like your running and stuff. You're keeping in shape. But back to the final. Um, I ask here on that question. I I just don't think a Rangers at a hundred percent and a Ballon Killen a hundred percent ends in a victory for Ballon Killen. Um, does that put you in an awkward spot to even ask you that question? No, I think, look, I think, listen, we can we can be around the bush and we can hold our, our jokers uh, close to our chest. But like, as I said earlier, everybody is going up. There's six teams going to play in county finals this weekend. And I think we'd be stupid and naive to think that any of them might be going up and thinking that they're going to get bitch or what's the point in going then. Ballinkillen will be over there this week and they'll be bouncing after winning. Sunday, uh, Sunday evening with a with a good victory, uh, and like they've been coming all year. You can see that I watched them playing Saint Mullins in the earlier rounds here one night. Myself and the kids and the wife actually were sitting down watching it, and you know, three fourteen to fourteen points and hurled well. Um, I thought when Sean Murphy went off against the Rangers then in the following game, um, the momentum was lost a little. And look, last Sunday night. I thought, and I've been saying this all year long, their short game is brilliant. Like Those little 15-yard passes into pockets and they always have the lad moving. Like you see it, David English pinging 15-yard passes, even Dean Watt. Like, you'll very rarely see Ballinkillen give a real stupid ball. When they get to where they need to get to, they deliver it into the full forward line. They do it and they do that right. They play a four-and-a-half forward line, they play two inside. Look, it's, it's no secret. But it's like you were saying with Dermot there, dropping into the pocket, you know, and I'd always be thinking those things, you know, like Kieran Whelan is having a marvellous year, like, and Shawnee, the Whelans in general, like, and, and young Niles working with us there and work, and, you know, even with the juniors there at full forward, they're, they're a mad hurling family, and, and, but like, it's back to what Joe said last, last Sunday evening, every man done his own job and they've done it well. With us, um, we've been going through this championship I suppose taking it one game at a time and I suppose like there's no cockiness there's no arrogance down here there's nothing it's one game at a time and the county final Sunday will be only another game for us and treating it any differently it's like Huron says you have to go out and every man has to play there play his own his own patch yes Dermot Byrne has been a revelation at centre back yes Chris they're playing him full forward, centre forward. He's moving around. He's having a good year. He's he's hurling absolutely brilliant for us. Um, I suppose on paper we probably have maybe a better bench than Ballykillen. But with the junior final Friday night, and you see the likes of Dewey Ryan has been there, done it with Carlo. Like they have options, and I'm I'm sure they're glad that the junior final is Friday night because no doubt there'll be some of these lads um, being pushed into the frame on Sunday. Um, we have lads coming up. We probably have a strong bench this year. Um, lads have have had that year behind them now. Younger lads, the Dean Tobin is there. You know, Kieran Kavanagh has come up, and we probably have options on the bench, and we probably have versatile players on the field. But it's back to it's back to like I said earlier. You can win, and Kieran touched on it as well. You can win all the games you want, be whatever you want. But county finals, they take on a life of their own. And it's the lad you don't normally expect that he's the lad that's going to stand up. And like even see Marty Dalton, like I wouldn't be surprised if Marty Dalton bagged one Sunday. He's been playing well. 
Um, somebody referenced about Dean Tobin there. Dean Frank has done a lot of work with Dean, and he's been um, he's been a big factor for us this year with with the work Frank has been doing with him. His bookouts are 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 smart. They're spot on. But look, it's it's again. You could go right through the team. You could go right through the Ballin Killing team. Sean Murphy, a huge player, having a fantastic year. Uh, unfortunate that he is carrying that bit of an injury. We know that, but there's nothing like a county final to get the adrenaline going. And you know the injury then is not as bad. It's just it's just the way of life. And you all know that from playing the game that when adrenaline kicks in, it's like a drug. And you know you might be able to walk Sunday morning and come dinner time. Now it's not feeling bad. And you know and like. The the big thing for Carlo Hurl on Sunday is that Ballinkillen, please God, will get to play their full team. Rangers will get to their, play their full team and the same for the other four teams and that they'll all go at it and everybody can say after the match, look, there were great games and whoever wins them, wins them. We hope we win it. Joe hopes Ballinkillen wins it. Um, your own club, you die for it, you love it and of course you want to see your own club winning and look, we people say to us down here like you know your supporters can get a bit carried away and people can get a bit carried away and saying it's this or it's that it's another game and that game has to be played and no games are won on paper or in sitting rooms or in pubs having a beer they're won on the field to play over 60-65 minutes on county final day and at the end of that that's all that matters Absolutely so very time gents uh, Demo I'll start with you this, this senior final who wins it and why? <laughs> Uh, to me, having having watched sat in the stand watching out watching our seniors hurling two teams, for me, I, I'm going to have to go Rangers. And the reason I am going to go Rangers is because of I know one man doesn't win a county final, but Eddie Byrne is the reason I think that this county final is going to go to the wire. He's probably playing in the best hurling he's played, I'd say, in the last three or four years. I think since lockdown, he's come into a world of his own, and he's a, he's a, he's he's orchestrating the Rangers forwards. And you, and you should have heard him there the other night, like no matter if it won the Rangers forward made a mistake, Eddie Byrne didn't care about it. He just picked him up in the back, patted him on the back and said, Right, we'll go again. And it was it was yeah, as 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 hurtful as it was on on the pitch, it was in like with the Carlo Hurling hat on, it was it was a joy to hear because like is it's a lad like that you need, and especially for like Dean and Kieran, if they do see action and even for Chris, like like it's it's hard to believe, but Chris is only twenty two years of age as well at the end of the day, like and all, and all the hurdle he has done. But I I, th- I think Eddie Bourne now is going to be a big factor in this, and it'll be interesting to watch him and, and him and Dion Wall go at it for the, for sixty minutes. Yeah, will indeed. Uh, Dion loves the physical stuff as well, um, so that's going to be a, a tasty battle. Kieran, your verdict? Yeah, I suppose. Look, I'd go with MLR. I mean, three things: the hurt of last year, uh, the skill, and the experience. Um, look. It, it, I think it should be enough. I'm not saying it, that's it's going to be a four or five point victory. It'll go down to the wire. But those three things combined for me, I don't like to pick individuals because James said it on the day. It could be anybody that could get the, the, a block or a hook or a point or a goal. But those three things, the hurt of last year, the skill and the experience. James? Yeah, um, sure. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be straight. I, I, I think if we hold our potential and and... You know, there's there's hurt there. There's hurt there. Probably even from the last few years. You know, I, I know we've won, we've won two out of the last six. But I think that there's just hurt there. And last year, I think that the players felt that that they left themselves down a little. And you know, they've been they've been great um, ambassadors for the club. They've carried themselves well. I feel the lockdown has 
has suited us. And I expect, and genuinely, I do expect a huge battle. Like, and bookies are, bookies are, are, you know, the bookies, the bookies are very seldom wrong. Like, the bookies are given three points range or victory, like, on even money, like, you know, and that'll tell you, you know, and it's not any Joe Soap that's, that's picking that. They're intelligent people. And, and I'd be of that opinion as well. I'd be thinking, if we go with Dr. Cullen with a whisker Sunday, I'll be delighted. But I go, I go with, with us by a whisker. Good stuff. Right, Joe, can Ballinkillen win their first title since 2001? It is, of course, their first appearance since 2004 as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's great to be going into the junior and the senior as underdogs now. Jesus. <laughs> Your favourites for the junior. Uh, tell you, tell, that's it. The underdogs for everything there. Um, sure, look, of course I'm going to have to plump for my lads. Like, you know, um, look, it's a big ask. Look, that's it. But sure, look, if you had said, you know, if you were an outsider looking in and I would be talking to a lot of lads who spent a lot of time in Offaly and they said, geez, like, you know, you beat St. Mullins, like, you know, and they were, you know, in the Leinster final last year and gave a good account of themselves and, you know, and to see the standard of Carter Hurland, like, be it with them last year or with Rangers the years that they've done so well in the, in the senior club championship intermediate and so on. So, you know, outsiders give us a chance. So why wouldn't we be giving ourselves a chance, like, you know, based on based on their performances? Um you know, of course we have a good chance. It's look, we do need things to go right. Um, you know, I think we do need things to go right. We need things to click and you know, our, our game plan has to go right. Um but I think the lads are I think you know, it's it's a big it's a big step, but I think would you believe it, I think in some ways not having the crowd there on Sunday it, it, sometimes it can lift an underdog in terms of, you know, to get a score and there's a big crowd, you know, lift behind them. And then sometimes you might say, Maybe Sunday there, you know, It'll take. They're not sitting in a dressing room too long thinking about the game. They're outside and they're poking. They're coming tugged out. You know that might take some of that kind of uh, edginess or you know out of their game. You know, and you know I might kind of maybe even it up a little bit because I know obviously look, Mullins Strange is a great experience in terms of playing in finals, and I think that might kind of balance things a little bit out for us. Um, but of course we have a massive chance, and obviously I'm, I have to plump for me on as I say, but. Look, we know we know we'll have to produce a big game, and and uh, I think the lads know that. And I think I, I think you'll see a ding dong battle, uh, one way. You know, I think it'll be a cracker on Sunday. And like we said, there's so many lads after putting their hand up there, and we mentioned the bigger picture as always as we do, um, in terms of championship and both teams and so on. And you know, I I think looking forward, I, I hope this championship. And I know you were discussing it earlier. I hope one thing that comes out of this championship is that. Lads see the quality of hurling that we have in the county, and that they push on for the Joe McDonough, which will hopefully be played as on a, with our county hat on, and the amount of new hurlers that have surfaced over the championship. You know, lads who we wouldn't have thought about maybe at the start of the year, who uh, I think will push on Carlo if they wanted to win that Joe McDonough as well. And um, so that's a bigger picture of view. But look, obviously, look Sunday. I'm 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 hoping that as I say, we have two cups uh, in in Ballinkillen on, on Monday morning to show off to the kids in school. But sure, look, we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay, well, look, uh, I wish all of you the very best. Look with your respective clubs, Demo. You're obviously playing the game on Saturday, so uh, great, great for from Whitehall to grant us uh, access without media coaches ratting to, to players. This this is great. Uh, hopefully, we can get this the whole time now with county setups and all. But um, thanks, thanks for coming on so close to the final demo, and to the rest oh, of you guys, you know. Uh, thanks thanks for the last hour and a half we, we could probably talk for another hour and a half about it but no doubt we'll have um, three excellent finals the weekend and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for thanks for joining us this evening alright really appreciate it thanks Kevin thanks Kevin thanks Kevin, thanks, Kevin. Thank you.